we together want to go for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Come on and clap your hands and please be seated. Come on and go out and clap your hands and give God your loudest shout of pride. Clap your hands right now. It's always good to be in the house of God. Always amazing. I continue our teachings on the Holy Spirit. And today, I want to zero in on being led by the Spirit. If you want to give a title, if you, if you want, um, to our teachings this morning, you want to call it being led by the Spirit. Being led by the Spirit. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? The Bible says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The central theme of Christ's teaching is introduced God to us as our Father. The main assignment for Christ showing up, him being a son, is to introduce God to us as our daddy, as our father. God is our father. When we're young and didn't know God well and we're outside the, the, the commonwealth of God and we're not the children of God, or even for some of us when we're growing up, what we learned about God was God was just some wicked, angry, not even wicked, angry personality who is in the skies that is waiting to come one day to judge us and send all wicked people to hell and just take few of timid, quiet people to heaven and that's it. Like we didn't know God as daddy, as Papa, as father, as our source, we didn't know God as one that is interested in our lives that can be a part of our journey on daily basis. That God can, can, can actually have relationship, a relationship that you can understand, a relationship that is real. And so that's why I love the song that says that you are more real than the ground I'm standing on. You are, you are real than the winds in my lungs. You are, you are real than my skin. Or even the song that I sing, God is real. He, 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 can, he want to be a part of your life. And when you become a child of God, and if you allow him, he will be part of your life. He's your father. He's your daddy. You can go to him, talk to him, engage him. He'll protect you. He provides for you. He preserves your life. He's good. God is good. The psalmist said, you are a good, 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 good father. Our God is a good father. The Bible says that Jesus introduced God to us as our father. Come on and tell us he's my father. He's my father. Come on and say he's my father. He's my father. Uh, how many of you agree that God is your father? Can you wave your hands and say he's my father? Can you shout and say he's my father? Loud he's my father. God is your father, he's your father, he's your father, he's your father. He's your father because the Bible says so. Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 says, Matthew 5, 45, the Bible says that he may be the children of your father which is in heaven. Who, who For he maketh the sun to rise on, on the evil and on the good and sending rain on the just and on the, and, and the unjust. That is your father. And the Bible said that, that you may be what? Like the children, that he may be the children of your father. So God is your father. You are his child. You are his child. I want you to understand that. God is your father. The Bible says in Matthew 6 verse 9, Matthew 6 verse 9, in, in, in the Lord's prayer, Christ says, 
after this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our Father, our Father. Even that one he broadened this to say, it's not just individual relationship, but God is a God of all of us. Our Father, our Father. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into, lead us not into temptation. Our, our, all of us. He's a God of you and I. He loves me and he loves you. I, am I talking to a church right now? The Bible said, be ye perfect. Even as your Father in heaven is perfect. God is your Father. Do we all understand that? He's your Father. He's your Father. And, 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 and even though, even though we were, we were Gentiles and, and, and we were before not in the, in, in the bloodline of Abraham and and we're, we're not born Jews by flesh, but by the spirit of adoption, we have become the children of God. Adoption. And I, and I love the adoption part of it because in Greek, adoption is known as euthesis, which, which is deeper than the English understanding of adoption. In, in, in Greek, adoption is, is more pregnant with stuff. And, 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 I like to always say this that especially me my father my, my, my father that gave birth to me in the natural denied me they didn't even, they didn't even accept me and, and, and so, and so it's, not, it's not just by by just giving birth that gives you children and so some, some, there are all kinds of guys around that can just meet a lady by the roadside and can have a baby. I'm trying not to say that we have all this, so don't push me. I mean, you can't just have children. People just have children and, and they don't even know what their children are. They don't even care. They don't, they, they are not in their children's life. And, and, and but, 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 and that, that is, that is, that is, that is biological children. You know, I mean, some are good. But some just have children. That's why I love adoption. Because you take into consideration a lot of things. You check your own strength. Check your own capability. Look at the child. Where the child is. And then you sign documents to the effect that you are signing. That from today he becomes your child. That you take care of him. And having done that means you've considered all the problems of the child. Whether his health, he has malaria, he has all kinds of stuff. You don't care about who the father or the mother is. All you do is you are adopting this child. And, 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 and the organization from which you are adopting will have you sign documents to that effect. And, and you cannot just throw that child, you cannot just abandon or throw that child away because you sign up to this. That's why I wanted to know that our adoption is the same way. Maybe even bigger than that. Because God considered your state. Consider your problems. Your weakness. Your family. Your background. Your health. All the problems you have. And God said, I still got the grace to cleanse him. I still got the power to change him. I still got the will to take care and to provide. Come if you love the adoption bill. I love it because it means that you are making a statement that you can adopted us. He brought us in. The Bible says that's the difference between us and the Jews. The Jews serve God by fear. We serve God by love. 
Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5 says, Ephesians 1, verse 5, Bible says, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to what? The good pleasure of his will. Galatians 4, 5, the Bible says, Galatians chapter 4, verse 5, to redeem them that were under the law, that they might receive the adoption of what? Of sons. And I love Romans. Romans 8, verse 15 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but what? But what? Ye have received the spirit of what? Adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Will you lift up your hand and shout, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. Your voice is too low for my lack. Shout, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. We have not received the spirit of bondage because in adoption, you, you change the life of the child. That's why the psalmist said, my shame is undone. What I used to be, I'm no longer the same person. Because I've been changed. I've been changed. My garment has changed. My food has changed. My appetite has changed. Everything about me changed because I've been adopted. Are, are you with me this morning? That's why you cannot have fear. Fear of your shame, fear of your past, fear of the things you used to do, fear of the enemy. You cannot, we have not received the spirit again to fear, but we have seen the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The word Abba, Father, in Hebrew means, I rely and depend on you. One that you, one that you can rely on, one that you can depend on. God is reliable. He's dependable. He's faithful. He's your Abba, Father. You see? You see? The Jews... Serve God by fear. We serve God by love. They come before God afraid. We come before God bold. Because whenever they, whenever they go before God, anything can happen. There can be lightnings. There can be thunders. The earth can open its mouth and swallow them. But when we show up before God, there's grace. I said there's grace. There's grace. There's love. There's deliverance. We serve God because we love him. We don't serve God because we are afraid. They serve God of fear. We serve God because we love God. And we love because he first loved us. I'm not going to a church right now. So when the Bible says, the Bible says we are sons, we are sons by adoption. Can you just tell us that you've been adopted? You've been adopted. Into the family of God. Come on and say it louder. You've been adopted. Say to many people, you say, you've been adopted into the family of God. And, and, and when you join the family of God, you also enjoy the privileges of your daddy, especially your, your new daddy. The problem with many of us is that we are still looking up to the old father we had. That wicked dead devil. You are like your father, the devil, the liar. But you have a new father. And sometimes, 
like a villager, you come into town and you are brought into a palace and overnight you are a prince. You work in the palace. You can get lost in the palace. You don't know how to use a lot of stuff in the palace. That's why there's a need for you to grow because you are not, you are not, you are not, you are not born like this. I love what Hosea, Hosea said, I was not a prophet, neither a son of a prophet, but he made me a prophet. You see, I understand it because, because in your DNA, in the world that we live in, where we are coming from, and, and, and from the place that we're born, there's nothing like love. That's why even many Christians, when you say, I love you, their mind goes off. Because they don't understand love to be Love you, bro. What is that? What was that? I'm a producer right now. We, we come from a sick society. A very sick world. That even the words that are to be used and deployed in the house of God, Satan has twisted it. So even when you come to God and, and, and we say, I love you, you are the best. God's hand is upon you. Like, what did I do to be the best? It's not about what you did. It's about who your father is. Your father, you, you, you have joined a new family. Am I preaching to you? Better, you, you better stop being a village and enjoy yourself. Can you relax and enjoy you? Come on and come. Begin to enjoy. Begin to enjoy. Begin begin to enjoy, but I know, I know that from where you are coming and where you are, you are in a sophisticated environment. Oh, come on, talk to me. There's so much. It's too good to be true that just accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior changes the story of your life. It's just too good to be true. He forgives you because you confess your sins. But that is the father you have. He's a good, good, good. Come on and clap your hands. He's a good, 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 good father. You're in first class, bro. Begin to enjoy first class and stop doing economy by the Trying to say in the way you understand. I didn't mean to say that, but that's what you understand. Why are you flying like you're in the economy by there? By the restroom. Fish and chicken. There's something you can order. You can just change and mix and order. In between your flight, you can even order. Get tea, get coffee, get, you know, different, different things. Because you are not just flying economy you are flying first class you better have to begin to change your mind and accept what God has done for you that you've been adopted into a new family a family of love and strength and power and deliverance and favor am I pretty much church right now the goodness of the Lord is all around you for the Lord he is good am I pretty much church right now there are privileges in the kingdom. There are privileges of being a son. You become a son and you enjoy the goodies of your daddy. And in this house, in this kingdom, there are goodies, there are blessings. There are blessings. There are stuff. I love what 1 Corinthians 13 verse 21 says. First of all, you understand how you, one, one of the privileges that you get as a son is that all things are yours. All things are yours. Therefore, let no man glory in man. For all things are yours. 
Can you lift us? All things are mine. All things are mine. You are not speaking with us. All things are mine. All things. Are mine. Come on and say, hey, all things are yours. Isn't it amazing that you woke up one overnight and all things became yours? All things are yours. That's who you are. Power is yours. Favor is yours. Goodness is yours. Love is yours. Joy is yours. Peace is yours. Deliverance is yours. You are waiting for me to say the flesh is of my marriage is yours. Children are yours. Silver and gold belongs to you. The, the, the captain on a thousand hills belongs to your car. He, 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 all things are yours. Your dad is so rich, he decided to put diamonds in the earth. He's so rich that he decided to put gold under, under, so that, so that, so that as you are walking, you are walking on gold. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. There are so many self. The Bible says, all things are yours. As a son, all things are yours. As a son, God has an interest in you. And his promises are yours. First, second Corinthians 6, verse 16 says, second Corinthians 6, 16, the Bible says what? And what agreement had what? The temple of God with idols. For ye are the temple of the living God. And as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be what? My people. Continue. Wherefore come out from amongst them and be separate and say, say the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. Next verse says, and I will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the almighty God. As a son, you belong to God. Come on, say, I belong to God. Shall I say loud, I belong to God, I belong to how, how many of you believe that you are God's property? I love what the Nigerians I am God's own child. They like their own. I'm God's own child. I, am, I, I belong to God. You're messing with me? You're joking with me? You're trying me? You're trying God. Touch not my anointed and do my prophet for no harm. You belong to God. The Bible says what? The Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says what? They, they plot against the Lord and his anointed say, anytime you plot, you plot against the child of God, you plot against God. They plan against the Lord and his anointed. So any plot against me is against God because I belong to God. I am of God. I'm not just with God. I am of God. I'm the offspring of God. I am of God. We are of God. We came from him. That's why my love is not my own. I, 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 I write to the guidance of angels. Psalm 91 verse 11 says, quickly, for he shall give his angel charge over, over thee to keep thee in all, in all thy ways. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who are what? Who shall be the heirs of what? Salvation. That's who you are. Even angels are on your side. How many of you have had angelic visitation before? How many have seen angels before? How many are believing of angelic assistance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will see one very soon. Your clap. I say you will see one very soon. The Bible is the truth. Angels are ministering spirit assigned to minister to you. And finally, I love the last one. And 
And that's why I like to touch because there are so many of them. We have, we have claimed to eternal life. Eternal life. As a son of God, as a child of God, I have, I, have, I have eternal life. I don't die. Death is conquered. I'm not afraid of death. I've conquered death. I have eternal life. I will live forever. I will live forever. I will not die, but I shall live and declare the works of God. And what the doctors call death is actually sleeping. You're clapping and singing the house right now. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Colossians 1 and 12. Colossians 1, giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us meek to be partakers of what? The, of the inheritance of the saints in light. Matthew 25 verse 34 says, Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the, of the world. Your life, even in eternity, you live in God's kingdom. In my father's house, there are many mansions there. If you are not so, I don't have told you, I'll go to prepare you a place. I'll be in a mansion in heaven. You're clapping and sick in the house. So even though these are true, that everything belongs to you, all things are yours. Now can I ask you a question? Do we really have all things? All things are yours. Do you have all things? You're not answering me, eh? You decide not to preach with me. Does the Bible say all things are yours? Do you have all things? I love, I love the one who has said not yet. I don't want to say no. I won't say not yet. Do we have all things? Do you, are you married yet? Do you have children yet? Do you have peace? Do you have joy? Are you where you want to be? Are you serious? Do you have anger? Have you control over anxiety? Over fear? Come on, talk to me. Say not yet. Say not yet. Yeah. I can agree with the not yet. Because it's not yet. The reason why you are a son and yet you don't have it all is because the fact that I love my four-year-old or eight-year-old doesn't mean I'll hand him over a gun. Can you come here? Come here, sir. Come. Come this way. This is my son, okay? How old are you, sir? What? Ten years. Wow. You are so tall. So even amazing. If I give this gun, let's say this is a real gun. If I give it to him, do you know what happened? He'll kill himself and kill me. He'll kill me and kill himself. I love him. It doesn't mean I'll give him a gun. This is too much a serious weapon to give to children. Many of you are not ready to receive the weapons of God. There are so many things in God. If God gave it to you, it will kill you and you run away from God. I love him. He's my son, right? He's my son. I care about him. He's very close to me. But it's a child. Can I hand over this watch? Because I love him. It's a $12,000 watch. Do I give it to him because I love him? Do I give him this watch to go to school? 
to go and play with his children. He will come back, destroy, he will destroy the words. Many of you are not ready for the things you are asking God for. Not that God doesn't love you, but you are still a child. The clapping and singing in the house right now. You are still a baby. And can I tell something? And can I tell something? And can I tell something that will shock you? That if I love him, then I won't give it to him. I've not, I've not given it to him because not because I don't love him, but because I love him, I won't give him the, because it will destroy him. I'm robbers will come and cut off his hands. Am I talking to a church right now? There are some stuff you think you are ready, but because God loves you and He knows where you are, your spiritual growth and where you find yourself, God just knows you are not ready. Thank you. Go back. Crying, but not ready. Praying, but not ready. Shouting and screaming, but not ready. Come, come on, son, come, come on. Can this boy marry? Can this boy have a wife? I mean, what, 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 would it be good if I gave this boy a wife? Because I love him. Because I love him, I would say, wait to mature. To grow, to build up, to be spiritually descending. And for some for many of us, this is our level. Be serious, I'll come back. We'll get there. I'll get you. So even though we are sons, there are several levels of sonship. And in the Greek, you see, the Bible was was interpreted, brought written from the Greek into English and sometimes in the, in the doing of it certain words were limited. So when we say sons, we just take sons, but there are levels of sons. There are levels of children. So as many as are led by the spirit of the sons of God, what kind of son is that? Because the fact that you are God's child doesn't make you a mature son. Levels of sonship. The first level, I like to talk about the level of sonship we have in God. The first level is breath force, which is the babe. A babe. Your baby. A baby. A baby in Christ. Have you heard that word, baby in Christ? A babe. You're a child of God, but you're actually a babe. Not ready. Not ready. Feeding on milk. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2 says, breath force. It's called breath force. In Greek, it's called breath force, which means a baby. A baby. As newborn babes desire what? The sincere milk of the word. That ye may grow thereby. That ye may grow thereby. Ye are babes. And because you are a babe, you have to desire the sincere milk of the word of God. You feed on milk. Many are in church and they are babes. How do I know you are a babe? Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 says. Second Timothy 3 and 15. The Bible says what? And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 says, 
Hebrews 5 and 12, the Bible says what? For when, for when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which are the first principles of the oracles of God. Paul says, the, the writer of Hebrews says, he says what? Ye are still babes. Ye are children. Why are you a child? You are a child because at the time that you are supposed to teach others, you are still being taught. How do I know you are a babe and you are not ready to handle some stuff in God? You are a babe because whilst you are supposed to be laying hands on the sick and casting out devils, you are waiting for me to prove your head. I didn't like that one. You are paid because whereas you are expected to grow into spiritual maturity and come to a place of spiritual strength, you are still waiting for me to call you before you come to church when you are supposed to be calling others. Nobody called me. Nobody reached out to me. And I, and I missed that for this. Nobody. Who check on you? You are supposed to check on people. Prophet, I've been calling you. I've been calling you. Nobody likes me. Nobody. Good pay. Bring that baby. See, many of you, whereas you are supposed to carry others, we are still carrying you. <laughs> Come here. This is a babe. Does he understand what is going on here? Many of you, you the, it's not about how long you've been in church. It's about whether you are still being taught or you are teaching others. Whether you are, you, are, you are growing and the Bible says that I, you did not call, I called you that, that you may abide, that you may bear fruit, that your fruit may abide. You are not even growing. How do I know you are not growing? Because when Prophet Gideon is not in church, you don't show up in church. How do I know, hold on. How do I know you are not growing? You are not growing because, because when it rains small, it means there's no church. How do I know you are not going because you only show up when it's a prophetic meetings. You are not going because you are still, you are still at the level of waiting for someone to lay hands on you. When the Bible said, you shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Am I preaching to what you You are a pain. I need attention. You brought this attention to church you. Attention. Madam, attention. Brother, attention. Sister, attention. In church. So they deliberately do things to cause problems because they are babes. I find out, especially those who have been calling your husband babies, he'll behave like this. <laughs> Don't call him a babe again. Call him my lord. Call him daddy. Call him honey. And if you want to be smooth, call him sweet. <laughs> so you'll be sweet. You don't call him a babe. If you call him a babe, he will be sleeping in your arms like this. Because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Many of you are in the house of God. You've been here for five years. You've been in God for ten years. For twenty years. But you are still a pain. <laughs> Prophet Gideon is literally carrying you like this. Every day. Baby, careful. 
London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down. What are you talking about? Then he goes, sir, for you have need one to teach you again, which are the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such, have need of milk, not strong meat. Do I give this baby meat to eat? She will die. Many of you, there are some stuff I can't even share with you because you have refused to grow. If I decide right now to teach about waiting on God, you're like, prophet, wait again, this year too. No, no, prophet, no. What, what are you trying to tell me, prof? So you're going to handle meat. Bible said, unto the children of Israel, he showed them signs. Unto, um, unto Moses, he showed him his ways. And his ways are higher than our ways. And it's taught our thought. If God decided to take you on a ride, can you go on a ride with God? You cry. Because sometimes it looks like you are not moving, but you are moving. Stop being a babe. Because sometimes God can overtake too. A babe. Will you turn to someone and say, Where are you in your walk with God? Where are you? Next verse says, Next verse, remain standing. Next verse Next verse said, This is a good church. It's not crying. We thank God for it. Verse. Verse, for everyone that uses milk is unskilled in a word of righteousness for his word. A You are still drinking milk. Hey. At 45. <laughs> verse 10, verse 10. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Your spiritual maturity is measured by your ability to discern the things of God. To discern right and to discern wrong. To discern where to go and what not to go. What to do and what not to do. How to do it. How when to do it. Who to do it with. I'm talking about discernment. Spiritual discernment. There's a way we do things in the house of God. And when I, whenever I hear some people, I just know that they are babes. When I see the way they are angry, frustrated, cursing in church. Babe. Babe. Because, because, because it's about your ability to discern. To discern. See? Cute. By the babe. Many of you, many of you are cute by your babe. I'm going to preach your church right now. A babe. A babe. The Bible says what? How do I know a babe? Hebrews chapter 6, verse 6 1. The Bible says what? Therefore, give me the New King James Version. Uh huh. Therefore, living the discussion of the elementary principle of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. And of faith toward God. The writer of Hebrews says, therefore, live in the discussion. You see, it is still, many of you must still go back to discovery class. And by this time, we should stop talking about discovery. I mean, are we still talking about repentance, forgiveness? Those, I mean, are we still talking about tithes? Should, should I waste my time to preach on tithes on this pulpit? Because you are struggling to give God what belongs to him. Offering. 
I mean, like, like humility, like things like pride. I mean, these are elementary. These are, these are, these are, I love the way it's elementary school. Like, back in the days, many of you must, it's like, do I take you back to elementary classes? Principal, that small, like this, like that. I took my brother to school, and he was, he was trying to go to school in America, and, and when, when, I, when I took him to, to, to this class, the, the guy looked at him, and said, and he said, okay, he said, if you finish, if he, he put my brother in a class, of those who are in um, who are in secondary school from three, yeah, from three. I'm talking about the American standard of the picture standard from three. And I'm like, I was very angry and I, and I was furious with him. I'm like, why, why, why will you do that? He finished university. And he says, if you finish leg on, that's your level. <laughs> yeah. Can be offended. I'm sorry if I offended you. And I, I was very offended. I'm like, what do you mean? Because I found out people who, who, who are even smarter from here than those in America. Because you have, it says, it says, it says, it says sir, that's how I see it. Because I've come here, I've tried them all the time. And they miss it, so I take them back. And there are many of you spiritually. God looked at you, and you think you are finished investing. God said, you have to go back to class one. How do I know? Even your response to the things of God tells me. Am I talking to a church right now? Am I preaching to a church right now? Yeah. Yeah. The foundation. Therefore, leaving the discussion, let us go on to perfection. Not laying, not laying again. Let's not talk about it again. There's something. It's not like we don't believe in it. It's not like we know, but, but let's graduate. Let's go. Let's move on. Can we grow in God? Come on, talk. Can we grow in God? Empowerment is the place to grow. This church is the place where you grow. You grow in your walk with God. We don't only teach class one stuff. We are doing professor emeritus classes here. You're clapping and singing in the house right now. There's someone clapping your hands right now. Because the danger of the elementary gospel is that it's sweet. But, but they are dead in God. So can we go deeper? That's where we're going. We'll get deeper. The Bible says, how do I know you're a child? See, we're children. Canality. Okay, so, so let's do this. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 says, First Corinthians 3 verse 1, the Bible says what? And brethren, could, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto what? Babes in Christ. And Paul said, why? When I came to you, I did not, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't flow. And there are some places you go, you can't flow in the spirit. You can't talk about spiritual things because being gifted is different from being spiritual. Can being giftedness is not spirituality. Make no mistake. The church of Corinth was very gifted, but yet very carnal. Because spirituality is not only horizontal, it's also vertical. Spirituality is how you relate to God and how you relate to man. I might be your church right now. And Paul said, I fed you with milk, not with meat for head to Ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are able. Verse 3 says, and Paul said, why is this so? For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is amongst you, there is among you envy and, and strive and division. And I yet cannot and walk as men. Paul said that the kind of thing that are amongst you makes you a babe. 
Being a babe in God is not about coming to church one year or six months or, or ten years. It's about whether or not there's envy and the strife and division and gossip. You, the father you've changed it to fill out as him it's not gossip. It's still gossip and you gossip and, and you and you envy and you are jealous. You can't even celebrate and tango for others. You don't, you don't even know that if God has done it for him, he will do it for you. You don't, you don't even say if God is in the area, you are the next online for a miracle. You don't even know that. You don't even know God has called to celebrate one another, not to compete with one another. I'm a, we have been called together to win this thing. If you win, I've won. And I've won, you win and we are together. And together we are pushing this. I'm not preaching to a church right now. We are together pushing this. Envy and jealousy. Especially those of us charismatics. We pray all kinds of prayers that are full of jealousy. Abide, you are binding who? Abiding yourself. Tell somebody, are you jealous? Tell another person, I say, say, do you have jealousy in you? Do you have jealousy in you? You're not saying, say, say, are you envious? Come on, say, do you celebrate others? Do you genuinely, 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 genuinely celebrate others? Are, are you concerned about somebody's favor? Are you worried about somebody's blessing? Am I preaching to a church right now? Do you thank God for, 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 for Pastor Hayden, for Pastor Samuel, and for, for Daniel, for Pastor Andy? Do you, do, do you thank God for who you are? You thank for your uniqueness because your uniqueness brings a different style on the scene because God doesn't make counterfeit he only makes original I thank God for the way I am I thank God for the way I am I thank God I thank God for the way you are and I thank God for the way she is and together we complete each other not compete each other babes stop being a babe stop being a babe <laughs> John 21 verse 5, the Bible says, they just say unto him, children, have ye any meat? They answered him, no. Because babies can't handle meat. Number two, the second level of sonship is nepos. Nepos or nephos, which means a child. You move from being a babe to not becoming a child. So, so this is a babe. Mom, this is a babe, right? This is what? Son. This is a babe. This is a babe. But this is a child. Come here. So for some of you are here. But for some of you, you are here. You've graduated, but you are still a child. A child. You are not a babe. You are not advertising your stuff, but you are a child. Thank you. Stand here. You stand here for me. Please, thank you. I'm preaching with you today. Galatians 4 verse 1 says, Galatians 4 verse 1, the Bible says, Galatians 4 verse 1, the Bible says what? Now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. This guy can have inheritance, but he can't use it. Because he doesn't even understand it. And so the difference between this guy and the servant are the same. Because he doesn't even know what God has given him fully yet. So somebody rules in his stead. 
That's why you so depend on men. If your spirituality is all about prophets, you're a child. If you make, look at me, if you make your pastors go, you're a child. If you can't take any decision by yourself, and everything got to be by running by someone, you're a child. Because when you became born again, God gave you your personal Holy Ghost. And I have my personal Holy Spirit. You're clapping a second in the house right now. You're a child. This is a child. There's a lot of inheritance for him, but a servant must rule for him. Somebody, you become like Mephibosheth. Ziba controls you. Many of you in the spirit, you are old, but you can't walk. You remember Mephibosheth? His legs. That's how many of you are in the spirit. Something is going on with you. You are spiritually not just unstable. You are immobile. Yeah. You can't move. Am I talking to a church right now? You are a child. You are a babe. Somebody's ruling for you. No wonder what somebody does affects you. The Bible says, the Bible says, a child differs not from a servant. That's why you compare yourself to unbelievers. How dare you compare who you are to an unbeliever? A friend of mine said to me, the prophet, prophet, you know what? I don't even know, I don't even know what is happening to me. This lady, oh, this, I've been in church. Even this lady has gone out and has come back to meet me. And this lady is always in the world. And I'm like, and she's comparing herself to somebody in the world. And I'm like, are you serious? Compare yourself to somebody who is not a believer. Because to him or to her, growth is in the flesh. Whether I'm married, whether I have children, whether I bought a house. And I said, no, you are missing it. Real growth before God is spiritual. This lady may have come back from wherever and is doing well. But do you know how you are doing in the spirit? You are spiritually maturing. You are growing. You are building muscles. You understand what makes you real you. Because the real you is in the inside of you. Though the outward man perish, but the inner man is renewed day by day. The reason why you compare yourself to people of the world is that you are being. Your standard is Oprah Winfrey, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce. What are some of the people they follow? Rihanna. Shame on you. You need deliverance. I'm telling you. I'm just saying it to you. And I'm serious about it. I'm not, I'm not even joking. You know who you are. You are the beloved of the Lord. You are fearfully made. You are anointed by God. You are the redeemer of the Lord. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so. Whom we are redeemed. You are bought by the blood, sanctified. Can I tell you something? And if you don't want to know, then you better get out of here. Because I can I tell you something? The truth of the matter is that not everybody's going to get married. Because some of you married will take you to hell. Look at me. Mention Esther's, mention Esther's children's name. Tell me, Esther. Do you know Esther's son? Huh? We had a son. No, she didn't have a son. If you can mention to me Esther's children's name, then I will tell you the name of your children. Until you are not able to tell me, keep your mouth shut. It's not, about, it's not all about having babies. 
Fulfilling God's purpose bigger than having babies. You're clapping a second in the house right now. I'm not saying you are babies, but I'm just trying to tell you that it's bigger than that. There are even those who are eunuchs. What about that? Perhaps a certain Anna, the husband died when she was young. She stayed in the temple and forever her life was prayer for the Messiah to show up. What about that? Perhaps some believing, they are having, some believing died. Some were stoned. Jesus died naked. And, and when he resurrected, no many people saw him because God didn't want to correct that impression. So God, the last time we saw Jesus, he was naked. Can't handle nakedness and still be in God's purpose. Babe, crying over everything. forsaking me. Forsaking what? God doesn't only deliver you out of something, take you through something. And sometimes he will take you to something. You are a babe. That's why you compare yourself to people of the world. Thank you, sir. A babe. The second level of sonship is taken on. Taken on is youth. Romans chapter 8, verse 21, the Bible says, Romans 8, 21, the Bible says, Romans 8, 21, the Bible says, well, because the creator itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption unto the glorious liberty of the children of, of God. This, this one here is, is what? It's youth. One that is now growing, coming of age in the teens. Then they here today. Manuel, come here. Thank you. Stand here for me. A teen. Not too bad. Once you look at his ripped jeans, you know something is happening. See, it's because he's standing here and he's put his hand in. Really? Whenever you see a teen, what do you see? Excitement. He's excited. Because he's, he's, he's having fun. They don't even think about what you think about. They are, they are, he's having fun. He's, he's having a good time, man. He's on Instagram. He's on social media. He's doing stuff. He's moving around. People are checking him out. He's discovering himself. He's trying to find out who he is. He's all over the place. He's excited. Many of you come to church. You are so excited. As I'm preaching, you're excited. Ooh, wow. Hey, ooh. Hey. Wow, the word of God. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You're excited. Oh, give a praise, Lord. I'm excited. You, but you have no shock absorbers. Something crash your face small. Hey. I'm going back to the world, Lord. Excited. Because you are discovering the truth. That's what the Bible says. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. There's a lot of freedom and liberty. But you don't understand that freedom comes with responsibility. And as a youth, he's excited. I'll tell you what. This guy has so much energy. Many of you don't have it. The energy is God. They can dance here. If I allow him the things he would do here, as he's standing here, a lot of things is going through his mind. Am I pretty much, am I lying? Is that true? He's, he's always laughing. I don't know why everything. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's my brother. Every day he's laughing. Every day. <laughs> he's laughing. He doesn't understand. He's excited. It's good to be in that place in God where you're excited because you are discovering things in God. You are now, you are not picking things. 
you, you, you've, gotten, you've gotten to know the, the things that, that can be there for you, the, the, thing, the possibilities of the future. First John chapter 3, verse 1, about, Behold, what manner of love had the Father bestowed upon us, that we, are, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. John chapter 8, verse 31, said, Then suggested to those Jews which believe on him, and if continue in my word, then ye are what? Are my disciples indeed? They're excited. They, want, they, want, they, want, they, they really want to get to know more about God, get to know more, more about the things of the word of God. They, they're excited. There's a little excitement. And I see a lot of people who are in church and they're excited. And especially when, when, when they start to grow and they start to pray. And some of them are even in the prayer team. They are praying. Apollo, 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 Apollo. I'm, some of you, some, some, of the, some of the ladies, I pay it, I pay it, I pay it, I pay it, I pay it. Hey, follow, hey. 48 hours, yeah, we won't stop, we won't stop. It's energy, great, but no shock as always. The enemy slap you right now with disappointment or broken heart. Financial problems. I'm up to your church right now. One demonic attack. One scandal. One projection of the devil. And you're, and you're fairly shattered. Because all you know about God is excitement. You don't know that they are dead in God. There can be valley moments. And mountain moments. There can be runabouts. There can be potholes. And man's gifts shall make a way for him. And bring him before great men. It's a journey. Thank you. But the fourth, the fourth level of sonship, which is what I'm talking about this, this morning, is heels, which means full grown sons. Romans of the eight, verse nine, it says, Romans eight and nine, the Bible says, Romans eight, nine, the Bible says, for the endless expectation of the creator. Waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. That's why you are ready. Tell us, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Come on, tap, say, I'm ready, I'm ready. How many of you are ready this morning for God to show you faults? You are now ready to be showcased, deplored, and released to the world. Maturity, mature sons. And the world is waiting on you. The reason why we are failing the world is that we are not grown yet. The reason why there's so chaos. If Ghana has 75% Christians, why can't 75 swallow the 25? Because we have Christians who are still babes, who are so selfish. And even if, even if say they prayed one hour, it's all about their breakthrough, their breakthrough, breakthrough. They never prayed for souls. Can I just preach to you this morning? If it's 75% Christians, and we are still not making a difference, then it means that we have 75% that, has, that's, that possibly have about 65% immature people. Babes. You know, some, you know that Ghana has, the statistics of Ghana has about 55 to 60% farmers. Ghana, yeah, farmers. But we don't even have enough to feed ourselves. We still import rice. Don't, don't call yourself a farmer when you can't produce anything. Because all that you are doing is hand to, hand to mouth farming. And even your farming is dependent on whether it rains or not. You don't even know how to store rains. 
It's backyard garden. Operation, feed yourself. That's what we're trying to do. I'm not preaching church right now. But we got to grow to the place where we are not just edifying ourselves, but we edify somebody. We move from just personal edification to church edification to touching life, transforming life, being a blessing, growing to become mature son. Where the endless expectation of the creator is waiting for your manifestation to show up. You can't fail. You can't fail. Hey. 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 I need to squeeze someone and say, you can't fail. Please squeeze the hand and say, you cannot fail. You can't fail in preaching. You can't fail in teaching. You can't fail in winning souls. You can't fail in love. We can't fail in Christ arena. We can't fail in empowerment care. We can't fail in move. We can't fail in fraud up. We can't fail in fix. We can't fail in preaching the gospel. We can't fail to becoming a blessing. We can't fail because the world is waiting on us. The failure of the world is a failure of the church. We can't fail. Can we read the scripture? Let a one, two, go for the endless expectation of the creator waited for the manifestation of the I wish I could delve into something. Do you know that any serious manufacturer, when he creates something, gets, he creates also something that will repair what is created. That's, that kind of thing goes off. That's why when you buy stuff, they give you repair, and they give you a, what? Warrant, not just warranty. Spare. Parts. To fix it because it can go off. Even this body, there are things in the body that fight bacteria. Fight infection because that's how God created that. The, your immune system is built in you to fight back. Hold it, hold it, hold it. In the same way, we are the only agent that will fight back the devil concerning the earth to make the earth a good place. We, 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 we are the spare parts. We are the, we are, we are the immune system that imminent that fight back and push back pollution and push back demonic activity. We make the world safe. We do. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. We made the world safe. We are the only hope in the world. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of this world. We make a difference. That's why it's dangerous for the world to lead us. You are waiting for applause of men. You are being. And seeing it, they gave you an award. You are being. You give me an award. That's fine. Really? That's okay. Let's move on. That, that makes you who you are, bay. You gave money because you want people to clap for you, bay. All your motives are wrong, bay. A small girl gave sin by yourself, so you also gave to counter, bay. No wonder you make promises you don't honor, bay. No, no, we are not growing, so say, bay. How many souls you have won, bay? You're not my school, you're not my school, you're not interested in preaching, you're bay. Still believing God for your breakthrough. All you see is your breakthrough, babe. You're a baby. Now bring all those, bring the baby, bring the child, bring the youth, and bring them. This is a mature son. Come here. Mature son. This one is what? This is a guy the whole world is waiting for. Go back. 
Bible says, Bible says, in the fullness of time, God sent his son. Sons are sent. Sons are deployed. They are dispatched. They are released. The endless expectation of the creature. The, the Bible says endless means they, they are way, they are like, do you know how many people are depending on your prayers and without your prayer they will die? Do you know how many people in your family depends on your life to give them hope? Am I preaching to a church today? Do, 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 you know, do you know how much of a light you are in that office? Do you know, do you know your stand will become a, a, you become a Bible for somebody tomorrow that will save their life? Do you know your purity will inspire somebody? Do you, do you know your faith of what you've been through will be a story that will touch people's lives? Do you know that all that you've gone through is to help the creator? Because the whole world waited on you. You can't fail. What makes you think that your breakthrough is your breakthrough? Your breakthrough is my breakthrough. Because when you break, we break Christ Arena. Now, this is a babe. This is a child. This is a teen or a youth. And this is a mature son. This is Brefos, Nepios, Technon. And he used. Answer, where are you? Where's your own level? Can I get a phone? Just give it to me quickly. Okay. What is this? What is this? It's a phone. It's a very powerful phone. It can do a lot. Someone, someone has to call the child. Someone has to call him. Why is he not in Sunday school? Take him to Sunday school. Amen. This is a phone. What is this? Is it powerful? It can do a lot. It's a phone. When you give this girl this phone, Many of you are sleeping in the spirit. So you don't even know what God is giving you. There are many of you come to service and don't, didn't even know what happened in the service. Because throughout the service, you are spiritually sleeping. Girl? Baby? My darling? as basket. <laughs> Let me try again. Can you wake him up? Wake him up. What's her name? Nicole. <laughs> Nick, Nicole, Nicole. Oh, Nicole. Isn't it amazing that some of you are in the house of God for five years, for ten years, it's supposed to be happening to you. Sleeping. A babe. 
don't even feel it. Didn't even know what happened in the service. And yet God's releasing gifts. Okay. What are you going to do with the phone? Play games. Huh? Play games. You play games. If a babe in Christ wants to do with the gift of God, it's just to play games. Not too bad. But we are not only here to play games. This thing is bigger than just games. But we are playing games. Good. We play games, right? You like games? So, give it to me. Thank you. What do you do with the phone? Go to WhatsApp. Huh? WhatsApp. Instagram. So, uh, what, what are you going to do? WhatsApp, Instagram, music, Snapchat, and Facebook. And the rest. So he gets the phone. What is he going to do with the phone? WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, music, Snapchat, selfie, you take selfies, and post, I see, thank you, what are you going to do the phone, I'm going to um, access my bank account on it, I can't, I can also organize my day, you know, in my, in my calendar. I can also write important notes. I can buy my electricity bill and my light bill with e-power. Yes. I can go to the stock market, check how my Check your stocks. Yes. yes. Yeah. I can I check see. the weather. You can check the weather? Yeah, yeah, I can check the weather. I can, I can, I can go, if I'm driving and I'm lost, I can use a GPS. You know, to find my way. Yeah. What is trying to tell you that there's a lot in God to download. If you come into spiritual maturity, you can download stocks, you can invest, you can buy things in the spirit, you can send information, you can Uber, you can begin to shift things, you, you, you can, you, your spirit can navigate you and drive you through the journeys of life. I'm going to preach to a church right now. You, but however, your level determines what you can download. Whilst he's downloading what's up. Because many of you, your level in God is all about what people think about you. Pictures and images and creating impressions and putting stuff out there. Some of you are playing games. Some of you don't even understand what is going on. But there are others who are ready to download heavy stuff. And how to download heavy stuff is about when you mature and you are led by the Spirit. For as many as are led by the Spirit are the mature son who can be handled over gift and inheritance. So, you judge for yourself of these four people. Who do I hand over this to? Which one? This one? She's still not looking at me.
this one? Not yet. But can they handle it? But they, are they there yet? What about this one? Instagram? Are you sure? WhatsApp? Facebook? Twitter? Snapchat? Music? Still not yet. But what about this one? He can handle it. Can I just announce to you that there are some things that God has not yet given to you. Not because God doesn't love you, but you are not ready yet. Say yes. You're not ready. But when you are ready, the mature sons are the one that will be handed over. For the endless expectation of the creature waited not for babes, not for children, not for teens or youth, but for sons who have come of age, led by the Spirit. Thank you very much. You're clapping a sick in the house right now. You're clapping a sick in the house right now. Are you blessed today? Are you clapping your hands today? Are you shouting today? Are you screaming today? We rise up and shout and say yes. Come of age. Be seated. Psalm to come of age. I'll stop doing the illustration. I'll stop. How many of those illustrations? It works. A clap and a say. Let me. Let me just show quickly. I know my time is way up, but let me just run something quickly. What happens when, when you are led by the Spirit? What, what, how do we know? First of all, those who are led by the Spirit, the mature sons are blind. They become blind, and yet their eyes are open. Blind to the world, open to, the, to God, to the things of God. You are blind to the flesh, open to the Spirit. Isaiah 42, verse 16 says, Isaiah 42, verse 16, the Bible says, And I'll bring, them, and I'll bring the blind by the way. I'll bring what? The blind. Until you are blind, God will not bring you. Many of you, your eyes are too open for Holy Ghost to lead you. Your eyes shine. You know too much. Got to learn how to be a child. Be a blind. Be blind. Lead me. Lead me. Have your own way. And I'll bring the blind by the way that they knew not. And I'll lead them in a path that they have not known. I'll make the darkness light there before them and, and crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. That's a child of God. Paul became blind for three days. He became blind and then God opened his eyes. There got to be blindness for your eyes to open. God must blind you to the well. And open your eyes to the things of God. There's more in God. It's all about which eye are you looking at it from. Many of you are still looking at it from the eyes of the world. I look at it from the eyes of the spirit. And through the eyes of the spirit, I can see what God has destined for me. Because I don't see it in the flesh. What my eyes can see, I still believe. Everything spoken to me. There's no word that will come back. I trust the report of the Lord and God is not a man that he should lie every need he will supply I will win I will not believe I believe 
I believe, I'll trust in, you have to trust God. Where your life is in God's hands. Lead me. Blind to people who are competing with me, challenging me, insulting me. Those who are saying, what's happening to you? I don't even see them. Look at me. When you become born again, you don't have competitors. Because your eyes are blind to that. Your eyes are open to God. You follow God. Are you clapping your hands right now? Number two, those who are led by the Spirit, it gets deeper. Those who are led by the Spirit, follow the cloud. Numbers chapter 9, verse 18 to 24. Can we all read this scripture together? It's a lot of, it's heavy. And I want us all to read it together. One, two, go. And at the commandment of the law, the children of Israel journey. And at the command of the law, they pitch. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. Continue. And when the cloud tarried long, for many days, then the children of Israel kept the charge of the law and journeyed not. Verse 20 says, And so it was, when the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of the Lord, they abode in their tents. According to the commandment of the Lord, they journeyed. Wow. Verse 21 says, And so it was, when the cloud abode from even unto the morning, that the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they journeyed. Whether it was day or by night, the cloud was taken up, up, they journeyed. Wow. Wow. Or whether it were two days or a month or a year, that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tent and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. Verse 23 says, and at the command of the Lord, they rested in the tents. And at the command of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. But what is, what is happening is that whether the cloud move, is when they move. When the cloud stop, they stop. And when it was there for a day, they stay a day. A month, they stay a month. A year, they stay. Can you be at a place where your life is by the flow of the Spirit? When the Spirit moves, you move. When it stays, it stays. Is there anybody here who, has, who is at that level? Can I say my hands? You move by what God says you move. And you stay when God says stays. So difficult. The Bible said they can be there for a year. Can you be at a place where for one year nothing has happened and you are tiring? Nobody likes that. They are, not, they are not looking at me today. And Bob said they were following the cloud. And the cloud is in the the cloud is high. The work of God is no low. The work of God is a high work. We've been called to walk the high work, not the low work. Everybody can walk the low walk, but not everybody can walk the high walk. Following the cloud. Bob said, if he stayed morning. Even in the night, if the clouds move in the night, they move in the night. Because the clouds are where you go. Is anybody ready to walk that walk? Those who are led by the Spirit move by the cloud. They move by the leadings of the Spirit. Next point. Those who are led by the Spirit, the mature sons, they don't mind the wilderness season. Luke chapter 4, verse 1, from verse 1 says, Look for, look for, and one Bible said, And just being for the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led. But the spirit in the wilderness, what to what? For being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they, when they were ended, 
He afterward hungered. Can I just say to you something? The Spirit of God can lead you to wilderness. Look at me. Being led by the Spirit is not just a sugar mountain. Those of you thinking that Christianity is a sugar mountain, you miss it. That's not the, that's not the gospel. Anybody taught you that's not the gospel. The gospel, the Spirit of God can lead you to the wilderness. And sometimes you can have a wilderness experience where it's dry. Nothing seems to happen, but a lot is happening. Why, why, why have you gone quiet on me? Why are you all quiet on me? Huh? You are listening. You better listen. <laughs> wilderness. He was led not to work, not to church, but to the wilderness. Have you been, have you followed God where it led you into some kind of hunger? Financial difficulties. Can I talk to me right now? You all not listen to me. How, how many of you are serving God, but sometimes things are difficult? The Bible says he was led to be tempted. How many of you have been led and your leading took you to a temptation, a fight of your life? Spiritual battle. The battle of your soul. He was led. Not to anywhere but to face the devil. Sometimes we face the devil. Sometimes we face stuff. And when we face stuff, not because God has left us, it's because we are in God's will. Because God's will will lead you to where he wants you to be. And sometimes you have to conquer something. Because you have to con- and you cannot conquer what you don't confront. So run away. Sometimes God leads you to confront some stuff. He faced the devil and conquered Satan. Is anybody hearing the word of God today? And finally, being led by the Spirit can lead you into prison. Acts chapter 16. Let's read together. One to go. Then Debbie and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewish and believed. But his father was what? Was Greek. <laughs> Continue. Which was, which was reported by what? The brethren that were where? And Lystra and Echinium. Him would Paul have to go forth with him and took because the continue. Jump to verse 6. Jump to verse 6. Verse 6 says, Verse 6 says, Now, when they are gone through what? Figia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of what? The Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Can you hear him when he forbids you? You fool told the Holy Spirit, walking the Holy Ghost every day, sometimes he, he restricts you. He holds you. He forbidden. I love this teaching today. I think I'm enjoying it myself. Let's continue. Verse 7, verse 7 says, And after they were come to what? Mishia, they are saved to what? Into what? Bethania. But the Spirit what? Suffered them now. Things are happening. Now. The Holy Ghost cut. Talk, 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 talk you. Talk, talk you. Wake up to pray. Do this. Intercede. Ah, don't go. Travel. I'm not traveling. Ah, what, what, what? Don't do this. No sign this. Day. Don't move here. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Being led. And this thing can only happen to those who are matured. If you're, but you don't even hear him when he's talking. Do you see me give the girl a phone? Didn't hear what he was saying. And sometimes she can, this same girl can cry for the same forum. But it's not even know what she's crying for. Do you know what you're praying for? You're praying for marriage. Do you, know, do you know what it means to be married? 
You are praying for a baby. Do you, do, you, do you know what it means to break through? Do you know what, do you know what, do you know what it takes to handle one million dollars? To break your neck. See. Continue. And they passing the Messiah came down to what? To trials. And a vision appeared to Paul. In the, why are you not reading with me? Why are you not reading with me? In the night, there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over unto Macedonia and help us. And after I said it immediately, we endeavored to go to Macedonia and saw the gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Come on. You see, jump to verse 16. Verse 16 says, And came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of the divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by so saying. Continue. And the same followed Paul and us and Christ saying, This are the servants of the Most High God, which showed unto what? But they were savage. Continue, continue, continue. I command you, in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And it came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates. Hey, is it the Holy Ghost that's leading? That thing is changing, you Meet me, baby. I'm minding my own business. The spirit forbid me not to preach. Then I'm going, yeah, for me, they forbid me not. Then he said, then he see a vision. And then he said, come to Macedonia. And I go to Macedonia. And I'm preaching. And I'm going to prayer. And a demon followed. And I cast a demon. Nest him before a magistrate. Seriously? What did I do? I was doing business. I got so come to pursue the call. I saw my business. I'm pursuing the call. Now, I'm no food. Hey, what's up? The people are fighting me. Hey. They say, I've gone to, hey, I might preach to a church. Following the spirit can lead you to places. Verse 25. Verse 25 says, and see, no, no, hold, hold on to 20. Go back to 20. See the word they use for them. See the word they use for them. And brought them to the mindset saying, this, this man, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. You can, when you move in the spirit, you trouble some people. The reason why they don't like me is that I am a troubler of their business. Since this empowerment came, we have troubled people's business. They are not attending the nightclub. You think the nightclub guys will like us? We are bankrupting their business. Friday night we are doing power night. It's jamming in here. Is somebody here? Now jump to verse 25. Verse 25 says, and at midnight, okay, so 24, 24 first. And whom, having received such a, a child, thrust them all into prison and made their feet as. Listen to me. Being led by the Spirit, took them to prison. Now, don't take it literally, take it spiritually. When you are led by the Spirit, it means your flesh, you are freed from the prison of the flesh, but you are in prison to the Spirit. What I'm saying now, when, when, when you walk by the spirit, the flesh is a prison. 
But because of the spirit, you are free from the prison of the flesh. It means you conquer your flesh. A power spoke of all flesh. Your flesh is subjected. So the prison of your flesh is broken. But you are now in a different prison. It's a prison of the spirit. When you follow what the spirit says, you go where it says go. You become a follower of the spirit. How, how many have seen prison officers with their prisons in town before? When they move them from, from the prison, the maximum, maximum prison, bring them out. They follow them. They follow, the officers say, we, they weed. Go, they go. Eat, they eat. That's how the Holy Ghost wants you to be to him. You are just a prisoner to the spirit of God. That's why I tell you what, it's not every food you can eat. Not every family garden you can go. Not every travel you can travel. Not everybody you can marry. Not everywhere you can just be, be part of. You have, you, you have to pray about not every business you can do. Not every transaction you can be a part of. You have to learn how to let the spirit lead you so you become a prisoner to the spirit. Not in, in Salem, but the spirit leads you. Wherever you say you should go, there you go. Is anybody ready to walk that walk? That's a high walk. Prisoner to the spirit. The spirit of God leads you. Can I tell you something? Because what you call a prison is a church. So they thought they were going to put in prison. Next time, Paul and Sarah prayed in a prison. And next time, what happened? When they prayed in prison, the prison fell. It opened. The prisoner, thinking that Paul and Sarah them are run away, came and said, well, I'm going to keep myself. Paul said, we are here. Next thing, Paul led him, led him to cry. That's how they started the church there. So sometimes, you have to know how deep God is. What you call a prison is actually a church, a revival. Be careful what you say when you go through the things that God wants you to go through. Because God is up to something bigger than you. Don't subject your present circumstances to define and to stop what God is doing. God is building something bigger than yourself. Rise up to your feet today. Say, Father, help me to walk in the Spirit. Lift your hands up. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I silence the voice of the enemy right now. And I declare, I'm in the Spirit, and by the grace of God, I'm following the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, for redeeming me, and touching my life. Lift your hand, just speak in tongues for one minute. Just speak in tongues. Lekada Messiah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name.